Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Welcome back to the Outdoor Drive Podcast. This is episode 193. We're creeping on that 200. I cannot wait, actually, for that 200. But this is your boy, East Coast Trev, and as always, my good buddy, Mr. Madman Mardik. Hi, my name's Steve, and I'm addicted to shooting turkeys in the face. <laughs> I guess you are, dude. No joke. It's been a killer week for, got, a, for all of I us. I got bit this year. You definitely did get bit. I knew it was going to happen. It was just a matter of time. Yeah. What do you think? It might be a problem. Like, how big of a problem? I might, I might need to get some help. Yeah. <laughs> well, good thing it only lasts a very short period of time. But <laughs> Yeah, I'm already making plans to make it last longer next yeah, year. <laughs> I know. We were already talking about, about doing the Mass, Connecticut, Rhode Island, and then if we can bang them out there, then potentially I'm scheming Georgia early season. You think so? Yeah. You're going to get on a plane? It's going to happen, yeah. <laughs> I might have to do the Maryland earlier, or maybe even Florida. Who knows? It could get ugly. It could. It could. This could be a real issue. Hey, let's do some house chores, man. Let's get this thing underway. Let's uh, let's thank our sponsors. Um, first off, uh, Huntworth, HuntworthGear.com, the best camo. Get more for less with Huntworth, man. We've been putting it through the test, and it's been doing exactly what we mm-hmm. we expected of it. And it and it's just some phenomenal stuff. I I'm blown away with the butt pads and knee pads and the early Durham stuff and the lightweight gear and the gloves. I mean, it's just all withstanding you know, what we're putting the test of time through. So super happy for that. Go and check that out, huntworthgear.com. Also, Nor'easter Game Calls, nor'eastergamecalls.com. Um, the boys are definitely using the calls, and they seem to be putting down uh, turkeys. Uh, super, super excited. Some great stuff. You can still get those over at nor'eastergamecalls.com. And last but not least, Bowhunters United, bowhuntersunited.com. Guys, get on over there or click in the link below here on the podcast and sign yourself up for Bowhunters United because they are the advocates for the bowhunting community, and they also sponsor news for your crews. So what do you think? Let's break it on over to Mr. Mike Salter. Let's get this thing underway because we have a lot of information, and it's going to be jam-packed with nothing but big gobblers hitting the ground. So here you go, Mike. Alright guys, why don't we buckle up and see what's going on in the world of news with Mr. Mike Salter. Hey everyone, we're going to kick this one off with some national news where four bills have been proposed in Congress that are taking aim at the Land and Water Conservation Fund, which would affect hunters and anglers' access to public lands. H.R. 2207 would defund the U.S. Forest Service's ability to acquire public land. H.R. 2158 would defund the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service's ability to acquire public land. 
HR 2169 would defund the National Park Service's ability to acquire public land, and HR 2153 would severely limit the Bureau of Land Management from acquiring public land. So contact your legislators and voice your opposition to these four proposed bills. Now to Florida, where HJR 1157 passed the House on April 25th and Senate on April 28th. With passage of the bill, a right to hunt and fish constitutional amendment will be added to the 2024 election ballots. Uh, So even more reason to hit the polls in November and vote to defend these time-honored traditions uh, and have this constitutional amendment passed. Now to Virginia, where the DWR and the Nature Conservancy announced that 22,316 acres of land owned by TNC and the Cumberland Forest Highlands LLC is now open to the public for hunting, fishing, hiking, boating, and wildlife viewing. A voluntary public access and habitat incentive program grant from from the NRCS provided the funding through DWR to compensate landowners, improve access infrastructure, uh, and and enhance wildlife habitats. These new properties are located in Buchanan, uh, Dickinson, and Russell counties. The Brakes parcel is over 7,800 acres and will provide opportunities to hunt deer, bear, turkey, small game, and elk if you draw a tag, and provide bank fishing and paddling opportunities on the Russell Fork River. Uh, The Dante parcel is over 9,800 acres, which will provide hunting and wildlife viewing, as well as motorized and non-motorized trail systems. Uh, The parcel near Vassant is over 4,200 acres and offers deer, bear, turkey, and small game hunting opportunities, as well as elk, but less opportunity than the Brakes parcel. Maps of these new public areas and info on the rules and regulations are now available at dwr.virginia.gov slash p-o-w-r-r. Now to Utah, where the DWR is recommending changes to upland game and waterfowl hunting. One major change is the proposal to prohibit harvest of trumpeter swans, where Utah is only one of nine states that currently allows them to be hunted. This is an effort to prevent the early closure of swan season, as has been done for the last four years due to federal quotas being met. Tundra swan permits would still be issued, and any harvested swans would still need to be checked in at a DWR office. Waterfall proposals include allowing electronic duck stamps due to recent legislative changes. Uh, upland game and turkey proposals include an upland, uh, an updated turkey management plan uh, outlining several goals for turkey management, allowing air guns to be used for hunting and harvesting turkeys during the fall hunts, allocating three vouchers per individual for harvesting turkeys in depredation situations where turkeys are causing damage to private property, And this quota will not count towards the -the over-the-counter permit quota per hunter. Uh, Allowing owners and operators of poultry and game bird facilities to apply for and obtain a certificate of registration from DWR to remove wild turkeys from the area. Uh, Prohibiting robotic decoys, night vision devices, and drones in upland game and turkey hunting. Uh, Allowing three turkey hunting permits, two beardless and one either sex, to be allocated to an individual hunter during the fall turkey hunts. And prohibiting dog training near sage grouse and sharp-tailed grouse breeding sites from March 15th to May 31st. There are several other rules and proposals which all can be found at DWR's website. DWR is seeking the public's feedback online and at public meetings which can be attended virtually or in person and can be found at DWR's website as well. Now to Michigan where Kids Fishing Day is returning to Delta County for its 30-year anniversary. The event will be held on Saturday, June 10th at the DNR's Pocket Park on the Upper Peninsula State Fairgrounds in Escanaba. Registration will be held from 12 to 1.30, and the event will run until 3 p.m. This is open to all youth 16 and under, and the first 300 kids will receive a goodie bag. Uh, There will also be family activities, including bluegill fishing, minnow races, 
Uh, face painting, free food, and raffle prizes. Um, Smokey the Bear will also make an appearance, and DNR staff will have animal furs on display. Lastly, to Montana and all of you looking for an idea for Mother's Day, Montana is celebrating Mother's Day with free fishing. Fishing licenses will not be required all weekend on the 13th and 14th, so get Mama and the kids out there for some free fishing. Also, please don't forget to sign up for Bowhunters United using the Outdoor Drives affiliate link in the episode description. Sign up to take action and protect and expand your bowhunting rights. As always, if you have any news to send along to me, it'd be greatly appreciated. Reach out to me at Mike Salter on Facebook or beard underscore bowhunter21 on Instagram. With that, enjoy the rest of your ride. All right. Thank you, Bowhunters United, for that one. And also, thank you, Mr. Mike Salter, for some incredible news this week. And uh, we look forward to hearing what else is going on as the season starts to progressively grow forward. So, what's up, man? What up, brother? I know, dude. It's been a, it's been a, been a good little turkey season. We had a little break here. It's got cooled off. We're getting, dude, this morning when I left the house to go fishing, it was 37 degrees. I can't believe it. Oh, that's right. Hey, you got a killer's corner, yeah, don't you? Yeah, I can't you? forget that. All right. <clears throat> Let's bring that out off. real quick before we get carried away here. <clears throat> uh, we got Greg and- Andrews' nephew's first turkey. David Cook tagged out in Maine. He's always killing shit. Mm-hmm. That is just a flat-out killer. Uh, our buddy Adam Hart had a tough couple days chasing turkeys, but he grinded it out and got it done. Jeff Malaria and his buddy Michael had themselves a day with two turkeys. Our good friends Alexandra Fagan and Ryan Fagan beat the weather and doubled up. John Felon, I know that's not how you're supposed to say his name, but that's how I like to say it (laughs) because I think it's funny. Uh, He got a beautiful bird as usual. He's always producing. And Jason Carelli, 25-pound New Hampshire gobbler. Ooh, that's a good bird. Yeah. Super good bird. Congratulations to all you guys and there's keep, been a mix going. of really good birds getting oh, killed. Oh, one more thing real quick. What's that? Reminder, registration for Tri-State Skin Divers and Tri-State Leaderboard Tournament are now open at www.tristateskindivers.com. The entire month of May, you can contact them with any questions at tristateskindivers at gmail.com. Awesome, dude. That's absolutely awesome. I feel like that was like one of those little promos at the end yeah. of the commercial. <laughs> I know you're rattling it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, check those guys out. They're good friends of ours, and they're doing a good thing over there. Some superly big birds, dude. I know uh, Captain Seth had shot a four beard here in Connecticut. Yeah, I've never even that. seen it. I thought you said five. Four. 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 Maybe five. I don't know. I Whatever. can't count, dude. What yeah. do you mean? I don't know. But, yeah, four beards. So I called him today to congratulate him. It was kind of funny. So I call him up. I was like, oh, Seth, congratulations. He was out fishing on the boat. And I says, I says, nice bird. He's like, yeah, dude, it was so cool, man, blah, blah, blah. And he's telling me the story. I was like, bro, do you realize what you shot? Mm. And he's like, what do you mean? I go, that's the that's literally the – that's like shooting a booner. Like, that's a 180. Like, that's no joke. Like, he – you know, and I was like, how big's the smallest beard? And he was like, four inches. And I was like, dude, you probably have 25 inches of beard. Mm. Like – insanely like there's just super cool dude over an inch and a half spur I mean, I'm, I'm sorry over an inch and a quarter spurs so it's a big bird nwtf man that would definitely be a book a book bird right whatever that is but uh super cool dude so yeah and 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 we were actually before the podcast we were talking about because you know last week was a phenomenal week for us us too um and shooting some some good birds mm. You know, uh, and you were talking about how like one of the birds that you shot was bigger than the other, and you were showing me the spurs and stuff and the well, legs. The thickness of the legs. I know. I couldn't couldn't get over that. Oh, before we get too crazy, Justin Barnes knocked down a great bird uh-huh. today. Um, him and a, a good buddy of his on film. So that that film will, will be in the pile of of films that we have to come on our YouTube page. If you guys haven't checked it out, get on over there 
to the Outdoor Drive on YouTube. The boys are starting to put one up. Uh, last night at 6 p.m., uh, the first video went up, and that was Seth and Lou's opener for Massachusetts. So that is up and, open, and over there, so you guys can go and give that stuff a watch. Um, we'll promote it around, and then slowly but surely we'll have more coming as the, as, as the weeks go on and editing the film. But we're still trying to kill. I didn't put Justin know? Justin in the killer's corner because you know the rules. you got to post it on the group if you want to get in killer's corner. So <laughs> Sorry, Justin. You know the rules, but no, no, nobody gets special treatment. <laughs> I mean, he did get special treatment, I guess, because we did shout him out. But, um, no, I, I, let's let's give him a little uh, season update with us before we break into, you know, having Lane on and everything else. Um we're doing the whole truck thing again. We met over here at um, another piece of public land and just going to watch the field as the sun starts to set and we're going to talk about the podcast. So you guys will hear some background noise and wind and whatever else. We're more, more or less sitting on the tailgate kind of watching a field. Like a Tales from the tailgate? Like, yeah, like a Tales from the tailgate. I mean, it's what we do, so we might as well record it up, right? So, um, But no, so last week, let's kick it off. So well, it's, let's it's, leave off on Thursday. It's funny, though, that we're talking about this because – being a turkey killing addict now, you know, because the first step is to admit you have a problem. Yeah. I've gone through withdrawals because it feels like it's been a while since I killed a bird, <laughs> but I forget between the two of us, we killed four birds since the yeah, last podcast. we have too. So, um, where'd we leave off? Wednesday night was when we recorded. So, Thursday morning. Yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't able to uh, roost Wednesday night because- You were going after Mitchell Longfeather. Right. So, but we were recording that night, so I yeah. didn't get to roost. So what I did Thursday morning was I slipped in. I had a game plan for if he had roosted where he where I, uh, he had been roosting. Right. I got in there, set up, gobbling time started. Where does he gobble? Way out on that far hill where the bird was that we killed yep. opening day. So as soon as he gobbled, I got up. There's no sense of me sitting where I was. I just packed up my stuff, headed down the hill. Sat pretty much the same spot we sat opening day, but maybe 20 yards farther so I could kind of see into that bottom a little bit better. And he did the same thing. He just sat up on that hill and danced around and gobbled and gobbled and gobbled. And, and I've got to go to work. So I kept calling to him periodically. He'd respond. And it got to be that point. It was probably like 6.30. And he gobbled still far away. So I made the decision right then. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to pull the plug on this hunt right now because... If he starts to come now, I don't think I have enough time to work him, get him killed, and get to the truck, and get to work. So I bailed at 6.30, went to work at 6, 7.38, my mother-in-law texts me, hey, your turkey's gobbling over there in that spot. And I'm like, are you kidding me? So I, he did end up coming up out of that bottom just an hour after I had left. So that was Thursday. Thursday night after work, I went over to Roost. He's back in the good spot on the other side of the ditch where I wanted him to be. So I went in Friday morning, like 4.45, set up, same tree I had set up Thursday morning. Mm -hmm. But now I know he's there because I roosted him Thursday night. And um, that little, that bastard gave me hell all the way up to the very end. What he ended up doing was he came out of the roost and instead of coming up to my food plot, he circled the food plot down in that little, what do you call it? That little gully? Mm-hmm. That little gully, I knew he was down there, and I was getting nervous because he's only 40, 50 yards away, but I can't see him down in that hole. And I know he can pop up to the left, and I know he can pop up to the right, and I know he, he can't really pop up in the middle because it's just it's just a straight, straight cliff face. So I was getting nervous where he was going to pop up. So I hit the call. He responded. 
The next time he responded, he was past that, that cliff face, so I knew he was going to come up to the right, so I had to swing around the backside of the tree, just pointed the camera in that direction, and I don't know, a couple minutes later, I saw his little head pop up on that logging road, and that's all I needed to see. I wasn't letting him walk again. <laughs> I put the I put the red dot on his head and ended ended that madness real quick. So big bird too. Yeah. I, I didn't. I've never weighed a turkey. I should have weighed him. He was giant. I didn't never really cared to weigh him. Uh-uh. I mean, everyone's like, oh, how big is that bird or whatever. I had shot one last year, and everyone's like, that's a giant bird. I'm like, yeah, it's a giant bird, but like, yeah, whatever. It is what it is. All I, mean, I, all I need to do is see that rounded tail fan, and that's yeah. all. I, you know, we're good to go. So. That was cool. I shot him at 6.15 in the morning, got him out of there, took some good pictures, got him dressed out in the fridge, and made it to work on time. Mm-hmm. So that was a good good Friday, Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, and I so I had hunted in the afternoon. Uh, I didn't hunt in the morning, had some chores and stuff I had to get done. Got in there. Dude, I didn't almost get in there until about noontime. I, so I had gotten – I got to the parking lot. And I was like, eh, whatever. I, I want I wanted to e-bike into a place. I mean, that was kind of one of my set goals for the season was to e-bike um, and, and kill a bird. So, you know, frustration, life, this, that, and the other thing. And I wasn't able to get in there. So I got up in there. It was like noontime. And I kind of get up into the spot where we kind of know that there's some birds. We've killed some birds there before. And uh, I hit the call. Nothing responded. I'm like, oh, that's, that's kind of whatever, kind of weird, but whatever. So I was like, you know, what? I'm going to push forward to it to just a little bit more. Sometimes there's some birds up there. I hit the call, dude, and the woods absolutely lit up. And I didn't go more than maybe 50 yards forward. And they absolutely the woods lit up. So I run back just a tad bit, get all set in, you know, kind of brush myself in, pick up the gun, get everything ready. Now, mind you, when I had got off the bike, this is crazy. And I, so when I went to go get off the bike, I'm like, all right, I got to do a B-roll, you know, a pre-hunt, whatever, film. I go to go in my sack, and everything is always in my vest. Dude, I forgot my camera. I <laughs> forgot it at the truck. So I'm like, all right, whatever. I'm like, I'm just going to hunt anyways. I'm here. Screw it. I'm just going to hunt, you know? Is it really a turkey hunt if you don't forget something? Yeah. Well, no, it gets better. So then I start digging through my vest, and I'm like, dude, where's my gloves? I can't find my gloves. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, well, I can hunt without gloves. I'm okay with that. And I'm like, all right, where's my face mask? Can't find my face mask. Oh, I'm you like, weren't wearing the hoodie? No, dude, I didn't. I just, I was just wearing the long sleeve. It was yeah, warm, middle of the that's day. Why I I'm love like, whatever. That I can't forget my face mask. But sometimes it's too warm. And if I know no. I'm going to walk, I, you know, so anyway, so I have on my long sleeve. So my, the cloth that I normally carry, it's like a screen cloth that mm. I carry in my backpack just for my, um, camera it was in there so i literally cut off a piece of that and i just tucked it in my hat and i used that as a face mask and uh you forgot your camera but you had the cloth for it well like a piece of cloth Mm. i always have like pieces of cloth in there so i just ripped off a piece and i emergency toilet paper yeah exactly emergency (laughs) cover up cloth so um so i was like all right so so now i'm forward there the birds had now gobbled i backed up I get all situated. I sit down. I start calling, calling, calling. They're gobbling like there's like five, six, seven of them. Maybe Jake's, Tom's. I don't know. There's a mix of them, dude, and they're just firing off. I'm like, all right, here they come, here they come. I can see them off in the distance, like 75 yards. They're just working their way through. Bunch of redheads, some, you know, there's a whitehead or whatever. And uh, so I'm like, all right, here they come, here they come. They get up to like this corner of the stone wall, and they just stay there. And it's like a little tiny like fray. They to, weren't really gobbling. I'm trying to envision this in my head. Is that the same stone wall 
last year before we got the double? Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay, we'll talk so, about it later. So anyway, so so I'm trying to call them, and they and they just stop, and they're just strutting, and I'm like, okay. All right, whatever. So they just stop gobbling, but there's like a little tiny knob. So I'm able, and I'm like, all right, I got you, suckers. I said, this, this, you're all done. So I back up and I go around this big hill and I come back up on top of the hill. And I know there's a nice, like, wide open, like, grass, like, tote road. And so I get up there and I get tucked into the mountain laurel and I'm sitting there. And I hit the call once and they just howl off. I'm like, oh, all right, <laughs> you're done. So I, call uh, another series of calls maybe like three minutes later and then I just sat there and shut up and I look to my left hand side and then I see a redhead pop up and it's coming right up the tote road and I'm like alright I said you're all done and I don't at this point like I didn't care Jake Tom whatever mm. dude like I'm just I'm haunting dude and, and it didn't have the camera it was just nice to just hunt and you know life's been throwing curveballs and stress has been high for me so I'm just like you know what Whatever it is, it's a legal bird. I'm shooting it. So now I see two heads, and I'm like, oh, all right, here they come. I'm like, all right, I'm going to let them get real close. I said, I'm going to light them up. So they start coming, and then I see a third head. And I'm like, oh, all right. So I'm not calling, and they're just searching. They're just searching. I'm just sitting there. They're searching, searching. They start coming up, coming up. Now my they're on my left hand, you know, my left side, so I have to kind of swing. So I have the gun up, and it's right in front of me, and they start coming. The first one head goes behind a tree i swing on him i throw it up right where he's gonna come out he comes out and well the second one came out right before right behind <laughs> him they were in perfect line at like maybe 10 steps i click the selector over on my side by side to close <laughs> he put it right on his head boom two of them dropped right to the ground and i was like oh that was awesome. Just a sigh of relief after two misses, and just you know, you got to save money on that. Saddies, yeah, well, it makes you know what up, I'm makes up like, for the ratio. On. A couple yeah. misses, you got to you got to start doubling <laughs> Double. up with one shot. Yeah, exactly. Save the dollar bills. So, uh, so that was cool. Super fun. Uh, took some pictures on the e bike. Throw them in the you know. I packed one in my back. You know what's funny is I was carrying them out. Do you know how much it sucks to carry two birds back to the e-bike? Like even it wasn't even maybe 100 150 yards. yards. I need an e-bike. And I'm like, dude, it's so it's so heavy. This is so sucky. So uh, I get back to the e-bike, laid them on the e-bike, took you know glory pictures, this that and the other thing. Threw one in the sack, and I my dad had given me like uh, we were in the shop, and he's like, here, try these. There's like some zip tie things. So I have a bunch of those on the rack and, and a big um, bungee cord. So I bungee them all on there and everything, get everything all situated and on there and uh, e-biked my way out. And it was so nice to like, you figure you're a mile and a half plus in on, on a tote road and to e-bike out. I mean, it was 12 minutes from where I shot it back to the truck, loaded up and out of there. Yeah. So it was, it was just super which, nice. It was which, fun. Which uh, was a half an hour walk last week. Right. We exactly. When we had gone in there. So I'm, no, jeal- super I'm jealous cool. of the e-bike. I need one. It's just fun. It's just something different. You know, you can get out I, of the I way. Could, I could that. fuck some shit up if I had an e-bike. You know, it's super nice to like, like even to scout and stuff. Mm-hmm. You just get on a tote road and just go. Checking camera, non cell yeah. cameras. That's like the you nice cut thing. your time in half. There's so there's so many uses for there it. There really is, honestly. Um so that's that was bird number three for the week and then Well you know what too I was thinking? Uh Friday was the second time this year that the outdoor drive crew hit shot three birds in one day. One day. And it was also the second time me and you killed on the same day. Yep. Do you know what other day that it was on Friday? Was a lunar eclipse. 
Oh, you're hunting the moon phases for turkeys now? Yeah, they definitely, they want, they were looking for that poutang. Really? Yeah, they were turkey hmm. poutaning. Was there a red moon? I don't know, it's it just a crazy... <laughs> Do have a little turkey dial? A turkey to dial? Check, to, check, <laughs> to check the moon phase, it it's going to be a, be it was a high, high day. It, was a, it definitely was like a, a high... Start uh, scheduling your days off for the moon phase for, for turkey season. Turkey season. <laughs> <laughs> People uh, would buy it. Yeah. Did you hunt Saturday? I didn't hunt yeah, Saturday. Yeah, uh, Saturday was a... M- Saturday, I went and hunted with a good friend of mine on his grandpa's farm. Oh, that's right. My favorite place in the world to turkey hunt. Privileged to be, you know, allowed to hunt there with him. Always magic happens there. Always loaded with birds. Just love it. Love it there. Went there Friday night, roosted. Got, heard two gobbles up on the hill where they normally are. And I swore I heard another gobble in the other direction. So we came up, we, we know where these birds are for the most part. So came up with a good game plan. Let's hunt this bird on this hill. We have a very high success rate killing those birds coming off that hill. Just It's just one of those things where we set up, shit usually dies. Mm-hmm. So we went in nice and early Saturday morning. That bird never gobbled on that hill. I know he was there because we roosted him the night before. Really? Never heard him. The other bird was hammering off behind us, so it got to that point where, I don't know, 5.30 maybe? Yeah. You know, by then, you should hear something, right? So I said, dude, let's get out of here. Let's let's turn around. Let's go back. Let's go make a move on that other bird because he won't shut up. Mm-hmm. So we pack up the shit, head back that way. He gobbles once on the limb. Um, he's, like, kind of in a corner. He's in the, in the timber in the corner of a field. So we turned around. Went back into the one main field, and there's like a, a cliff face there. We went around the cliff face into that side field, and um, my buddy's in front of me. I'm following him. I got the camera. This Jake goes flying by, right by us all Come on. 300 yards down the field to the other way. That was because of us. If it was because of us, it was flying towards us before. Very bizarre. So we ease around the corner. There's a bobcat coming down the field edge. Yeah. I never saw it because we kind of tucked in, and we thought he was going to come down that field edge right around that corner. And I, you know, I turned the camera on. I was going to try to get footage of this bobcat at like five feet. Never saw him. He disappeared. So we figured that bobcat must have must have spooked that Jake. Yeah. So then after that, like I said, we know this farm pretty good. We know where the birds go after fly down, where they like to head and eat. There's a horse farm not not far from there. Right. Um. A lot of times they conjugate over there and eat the scrap um, horse feed and stuff like that. You can usually call them back over from there. Dude, the rest of the day, I told Maddie, I said, we're, we're sliding into the DMs and they're leaving us on red. Yeah. I could not strike a bird. And I know there's birds. There. There's Do you think no... that it was just because there's like predators in the area I that don't, caused we, that uh, problem? Dude, we did hear some awesome, I, I have it on film. We heard some awesome coyote vocals too right there at like 520. I, I don't know, dude, but it was just like... Everywhere we went, I would just cut and run, cut and run, cut and run, cut and run, and it's like nothing, nothing, nothing. I'm like, they're leaving me on red. They won't even hit me back. Really? So that was frustrating, mm-hmm. especially there of all places, you know? Right. So he had to go. He could only hunt till like 9. His son had a baseball game at 10. I went home. Um... It was a little earlier than that. I got home probably like 9.30, kicked my boots off, made the fatal mistake to kick back in the recliner. Rip jumped up in my lap, and I fell asleep at 9.30 in the morning. And I didn't wake up until 3 in the afternoon. That's how tired I was. That's sick. So 
I was a little disappointed because Saturday was a nice day and I felt bad sleeping it away. But, dude, I've been pushing it so hard lately. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I obviously needed it. So, I woke up 3 o'clock in the afternoon Saturday and I had some big plans for Sunday. A good friend of mine, um, actually, I wouldn't even say a good friend, um, a, a guy that I had met up uh, on a piece of public two years ago that we kind of, um, you know, talked a little bit, exchanged numbers, and we always stay in touch with, with hunting updates and stuff like that. He had hit me up. Uh, I don't know, middle to end of last week, and asked me if I had any interest in hunting birds in Rhode Island. And I said, yeah, absolutely. I had every intention to do it. I was actually going to buy my Rhode Island license for last Sunday, but it was a washout, so I never bought it. Um, He's like, well, I want to go Sunday if you want to come with me. And I was like, dude, I have every intention to go. I never made it up there to scout or roost birds or anything. So he had some spots picked out, shared some pins with me, which was awesome for me because... I got a guide. I don't have to worry about nothing, you know? Like, the, right. he knows where we're going. He knows the lay of the land. He knows where the mm-hmm. bird should be. I'm like, all I got to do is show up and hopefully shoot something. So I'm like, sweet. Well, Saturday hits me up. Unfortunately, he couldn't go Sunday. And I'm like, I got to go. I already bought my license. I got to go. So I think it was like 5.45 Saturday afternoon. I jumped in the truck, drove up to the area I planned on hunting, and I didn't even get out of the truck. I didn't roost or scout anything. All I really did was run some of those public land roads and uh, get a little idea of the lay of the land. You know how it is when you get some of those state forests on the dirt roads and then you hit like a closed gate? Yeah, yep. Well, I did hit one of those, so it was kind of good to drive around and understand, like, hey, there's a lock gate here, and I, you know how I am with hunt stand, dude. I, like, I, I'll drop a pin on the lock gate so I know where there's gates. Went around that gate, figured out some parking spots, went back home. Um, he had dropped me a couple pins where he thought there was birds were, and I'm sure there's birds there, but to me, they just seemed too close to the main roads um, for that stage of the season, so... I found a spot not far from there, a little bit farther back, had all the stuff that I kind of try to look for to, to find turkeys on public land that aren't too pressured. So anyway, so Saturday night, I go to my buddy's house to watch the UFC fight. I'm, I'm not tired. I got six hours of sleep that day. That's a full night's sleep for me, if not more. So I get home from him, his house at uh, 1.30 in the morning. There's really no sense of going to sleep now, right? Right. So I went home, packed all my stuff up, made some coffee. I ended up leaving my house at 3 a.m., headed for Rhode Island, got got up in there, got to the spot I wanted to park, backed in. It was like, I don't know, quarter of, 10 of 4. I'm just sitting in the truck, looking at hunt stand again, going over my last-minute game plan, and I was thinking about heading in at 4.30, um... Then I realized, because I figured it was similar to where we call the walk. Yeah. I started looking at hunt stand, and I'm like, man, that's that's a lot farther. Like, it's definitely farther than, than that 1.3-mile walk. And then I see lights coming down the road, and it was a four-wheeler at, like, 5 or 4 in the morning. A four-wheeler drove by me. And hmm. I couldn't tell if he was a turkey hunter or what. Like, I was trying to look, but it was so dark. All I, the only lights were from his, the headlights on the four-wheeler. So I'm like, you know what, screw it, I'm heading in now. So I grabbed my stuff, I left the truck at 4 in the morning, start heading down this road. Um, it's, a, it's a road, a dirt road, like, you know, you could drive a truck down it, but it's gated off. And I'm looking at hunt stand, and there's, like, a network of trails leading back to where I wanted to go. 
So I was constantly checking hunt stand because there's turns and splits in the trail and, you know, I'm paying attention to where I'm going. And um, once I got off that road, it turned into like a, like a well-maintained foot trail. Mm-hmm. So there's no four-wheelers using it. And it didn't, it, it's well-maintained. It didn't look like it was getting a lot of, lot of um, activity. So I followed it all the way back in there, got, got back there. It was like just before 5 o'clock, I found a good spot to just because I haven't scouted this. I don't even know right. if there's birds around. So I just found a good spot to sit there, hit the owl call, nothing. It was a little after 5, and I hear some birds gobbling. But I couldn't figure out what direction they were coming from because it was like echoing into this bottom. So I just started moving in that direction down the trail and finally figured out these birds were gobbling on private. There's an ag field, and they're across, across the ag field, the other side of the ag field. So I start, you know, I got room to move because those birds are far enough away. I start creeping in closer, creeping in closer, creeping in closer. And then I hear this hen yelping in the corner of the field. And then I started thinking, I'm like, dude, I think that's another hunter. Because it was just consistent, the same, yelp, 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 yelp. I'm like, I don't think that's a real hen. I'm like, I'm like, how the hell could another, somebody else beat me back here, you know? So the only thing I can think of either they come from private or they could have taken another access road in, I guess, and just be, I don't know how they beat me back there, but whatever. So I'm like, shit, those birds are hot. I mean, they're hitting, every time you hit the call, they're gobbling. There's, I think there was three of them. I never saw three. I only saw two, but I'm like, so now I pull out hunt stand again. I'm looking at the map. I'm like, if I set up here and call, I'm going to end up, if I call those birds in, I'm going to call them in right past this guy. So I look at hunt stand again, and I'm like, you know what? Let me head to the west side. If I can call these birds in, I can call them to the far end of the field and shoot them when they get into the timber on the public. So that other guy was still calling. But you know what the other guy didn't have? What? He didn't have a Norris game call. Right. And I did. So I started giving it to those birds, and they're just hammering and hammering and hammering. And uh, I ended up moving back again and stuff like that. And then next thing you know, so I wait a little while, and I'm like, dude, they're at like, 25 yards got the gun up i got the camera pointed in the don't see him so i'm getting nervous so i hit the call one more time so i'm not going to call anymore and then all i can hear is spitting and drumming spitting and drumming i'm like it's driving me nuts because you, you know they're close if you can hear the spit and drumming and then i'm just got my eyes peeled looking 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 and then to my left i see the top of a tail fan and i'm like oh he's right there he's like he's working past me and then he broke strut and stuck his head up, and I just swung to the left and pulled the trigger, and he just, good night. The old sad, he's rolled him up. <laughs> it was uh, 6 a.m., I think. Oh, jeez. So I got the hunt. Did the ro- other guy end up shooting or anything? Nope, nope, nope. And that other bird, I saw when I jumped up, as soon as I shot, I jumped up. I saw that other bird run back into the field, and that bird stayed hot for like another hour because I sat there and did my thing with the bird, took pictures and all that stuff, and he was still gobbling in that field. I called to that bird some more. Every time I hit the call, he would gobble, even after I shot his buddy. Did the other, was the other guy calling at all? Or? I don't know because I had backed off of oh, him, so right. I couldn't hear him anymore. Um, if he was, he wasn't doing a very good job. I, I, from where he was, I don't think he had a very good setup. Like I said, he had been hunting the private because right. he must have been right on the field at shoot, trying to shoot into the field. I don't know if he was in a ground blind or what. Not my problem. Yeah. I'm um, sure he wasn't too happy to hear yeah, me shoot, but I'll tell you what, that Saddies rolled them up. I think that's why, I got to talk to Aaron. I think that's why they're called Saddies Fatties. Why? Because you just roll them up, roll son, them up. <laughs> <laughs> and smoke them. <laughs> so, 
four to, four birds down, five days. It's not too bad. Can we do it again in another week? <laughs> I gotta find another. Oh, dude, I was thinking about doing a giveaway. We haven't done think? a giveaway in a little. What do you want to give away? A hunt with Where? me. With me. With you? Yeah. Who the fuck are you? Just send in your applications to me, and I'll come home with you Saturday. Just oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, you can home with me. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. Just you know, if you got trail camera pictures or videos of some birds in the field, I'll you need go, some help. I'll go through the. Uh, I'm shooting first. I'll go, I'll go through. <laughs> I'll go through, and I'll I'll select somebody Friday. I'll reach out to you and uh, tell me we'll where show, to meet you Saturday we'll show, morning. We'll show you how and, Saddies work. And bonus points if you're in Rhode Island on private property, I'm available Sunday morning yeah. too. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad Sunday so Mass doesn't have a Sunday day uh, I thought about going to Vermont eh, well, Vermont's probably, a good one New well, Hampshire Probably not a good idea Maybe we just leave now to head to Maine And we'll just hit the Vermont Maine I mean uh, Vermont, New Hampshire on the ride up I mean it's two weeks Screw it Mark's supposed to come down this coming week to hunt But eh, he can just stay home And we'll just meet him halfway, right? We can always do that, but I wish it was that easy. Yeah, I know. I wish it was too, but it's not that easy. So, oh. but seriously, if someone wants to hunt Saturday, let me know. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously, like. <laughs> joking, not joking. Yeah, not joking. <laughs> oh man, well, it's been a good season, dude. We still got a lot more dude, to go. How many more tags do you have left in this? I got two in Connecticut. Two Connecticut. I got two Connecticut also. So, and a and a Rhode Island private land only. Right. right. Well, maybe the Rhode Island boys hook you up. That's what I'm saying. If you're in Rhode Island and you want to hunt with me, so now they ain't gonna put me on another bird. Yeah, Come on. Right. <laughs> There's so much season left, but you know, hot, and then it turns into a. a but bird. let me ask you this, because well, I, I got a bird. It's a turkey killer. I'm talking to a lot of people that are still struggling with hend up birds. So what does that mean? Like, does that mean we still haven't hit that stage where? They're gonna break off, and you're gonna find those lonely gobblers. Whoa! Or, or, or they could be they could be hand up on one year olds. They could have that bird could have lost the clutch, mm. and then now going back on it. Do you you just stick on them birds, man? That ten o'clock, eleven o'clock drop, and then you know as the season progressively gets on, you know. Or they could be the one year olds, and you're really screwed, and you just got to keep on hunting. The way it goes. Like the second rut. No, they just they don't they don't <laughs> no, breed, don't. so you just they're following them around and they're not leaving alone. But I mean, it's but if if a if a if a tom's following around some pussy's never gonna get like a one year old, and you call, will he abandon her because she ain't not giving it up? Necessarily, hmm. Not necessarily. Have you heard how sexy I sound when I call them? I, I mean, I, I think I can do it. it. Yeah, I mean, dude, I I you know I got on three or four birds the other day, yesterday, day before yes, yesterday, yesterday. And uh, they just wouldn't break. They just sat there. But I what got something for them. I got something for what them. Time Don't you worry it? about that. Want me to come uh, call for you? It was like 1 o'clock. I'll call for you. Yeah. No, I, I got something <laughs> for them. Um, I, tuned up, I tuned up the hair uh, on the old crossbow, and we're going uh, to put the old rocks to them tomorrow morning, Friday morning. The old sideways bow? The old sideways bow. We're going to pull it out. That was the first thing I ever shot a, it, with an arrow in Connecticut turkey was, oh, did someone just stick its head up? It's a crow. Uh, I was the first place that I ever, I mean, the first thing I ever shot uh, turkey with an arrow with in the state of Connecticut was uh, with a crossbow. So, I, I, I've, I, you know how I feel about crossbows when it comes to deer hunting. Oh, yeah. But I, when it comes to turkeys. When it comes to turkeys, I'm all about it because I look at it like you, it's a lesser weapon. It's not a shotgun. Well, you this know, is my thing. If, if you're talking bow hunting for deer and crossbow hunting with deer, it's not a lesser weapon. It's an advantage, 
But when it comes to shotgunning a turkey or crossbow hunting a turkey, it's a lesser weapon to me. So I think it's badass. Well, my thing is, so with the vertical, and I hunt with a vertical bow for turkeys. I've killed plenty of bows, uh, turkeys with the with the vertical bow. But like with the crossbow, the nice thing is I can just sit at the base of a tree like a gun. Exactly. And I don't, yeah. <laughs> dude, it's a pain. Yeah. It's some areas that I'm hunting are tough with the vertical bow. I mean, it, it makes it really hard. But it is what it is. No, I, I like it. Yeah. Well, let's see what happens for the rest of the week, but let's get on our buddy Lane. Let's get this thing underway. I'm going to call this week, which kind of sucks, but probably save some turkeys' lives. Maybe. They're thankful. All right. Well, let's get uh, let's get our buddy Lane on the phone. What do you think, man? Sounds good. I can't wait. All right. All right. We're back on the phone with our good homie, Lane Hauser. What's up, buddy? <laughs> What's up, bud? How you guys doing? Good. You back home? Yeah, I'm back home right now. I've been home since, I believe, Sunday. <laughs> you believe? Do you know what the day week it is right now? Yeah, it's Wednesday. I called in sick today. I went out. A little sick work after two days, you know what I mean? But I would be too, honestly, dude. You've been absolutely crushing it this I, year. I thought you just called work a side hustle anyways. I mean, I, I've been, buddy. I've been. <laughs> well, why don't, for those who don't know who you are, man, let's turn this key, bro. Why don't you tell everybody who you are, where you're from, and a little bit about what you do? Yeah, so uh, I've been on, I've been on here a couple times, but Lane Hausner, I run uh, in the Presence YouTube channel from Lancaster, Pennsylvania, and yeah, I like to kill stuff pretty much. That's it, dude. That's <laughs> He's what, a killer. That, that's why we like you. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Lane is like our uh, our surfing hunter, we call him. <laughs> he just kind of rides the waves just, through the hunting just, season, just, just dude. Chasing the waves, baby. <laughs> chasing the waves. We love Lane, dude. He's going wherever the wind takes him. That's it. <laughs> and with these stories, yep. he definitely t- rode the waves to some crazy places, man. So why don't you start it off, dude, kind of like your thoughts and, and, and what you did and how you did it um because it was kind of actually incredible and i didn't even know you were doing it and we just started popping up on social media all this craziness so uh so start us off in kansas dude what made you want to go to kansas and and kind of lead us through that dude yeah so like flashback to like pretty much february this year my brother joined the army so he left for a boot camp at fort sill in oklahoma and his graduation date i guess was like may 5th or something like that so uh Pretty much, you know, he wrote me a couple letters. And I was like, you know what? If I don't go out, I'm going to feel like a dick. So I was like, straight up, I just ha- I have to I have to go. So, you know, I made it work. And I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to take off a little bit early and hunt. You know what I mean? I mean, I, instead of just taking like two days driving out there and then driving right back and going right back to work, I was like, might as well try to enjoy it. So I was like, I'm going to go to Oklahoma. I never killed a Rio. And then I started looking at licenses. And it was like, I think, I believe it was like right around 180 bucks. And I was looking on the map, and I was like, you know what? I already have my Kansas hunt license, and I know I can probably kill a bird in Kansas. So I was like, why don't I start in Kansas? All I got to do is get, like, a $60 tag, and I'm good. You know what I mean? And then see what happens. I mean, if it takes me all week and I'll kill one bird, sweet. You know, but if I if I can go down to Oklahoma, awesome, man. So I went out there, and I was intending to, like, turkey hunt and deer scout. But basically, I left Saturday morning at, like, 4 or 5 a.m., drove all day. I got out there about 11 p.m., slept in my truck, and I pretty much I didn't have any time to roost or, you know, locate any birds. So I was just like going back to a piece that I deer hunted, and I seen a ton of birds on. So that was kind of my starting point, right? So I woke up that morning, uh, Sunday morning, 
as I'm walking out, I kind of woke up a little bit late. I think I was like, I don't know, four forty-five, five. I walked like <laughs> maybe 40 yards from my truck. And I was originally going to go in the very back of the piece, right? Because that's where I deer hunted. That's where I seen all the turkeys. And I was like, that's just going to be my starting point. I think any bird going to be roosted is going to be in the back there. I was 40 yards from the truck, also to my right. Bah, bah, bah. And that bird's just hammering. There's probably at least like three, four of them, you know, that I can hear at this point. And I was like, dude, all right, I, I'm not going to the back. I'm going right over here. So I basically peeled off this field and there's a huge creek that kind of separates these two fields. And I mean, it's, it's not like a creek back east where you can like just walk through it with like knee high boots. You know what I mean? Like it is straight up and down like 20 foot, you know, cliffs pretty much going into this creek bottom and the creek's deep. So I found a little spot I could cross. It took me probably like 30 minutes to figure out how I could cross this thing. Right. So I crossed it. And then I, I mean, by that time it was already breaking late. So I was like, I, I got to set up. So I just got to the the closest spot I had covered, which was like probably 100, 150 yards away from where I thought these birds roosted. But I had, I had my hen decoy out. I was like, you know what? There might be a chance. And I see two two birds, poo poo, pitch out of the tree. They're sitting there all strutted up. It's the two gobblers, or it's like two two of the gobblers, you know. And I meant, man, they're hammering, hammering. I meant everything, dude. I meant it was wicked. I got it all on video. And uh, then I see a hen pitch out, and like they are not coming in one bit. Like they would answer me, but like they had no interest in my call whatsoever. I meant, why would you when you have a real hen right there, you know? So that hen kind of took them out into the middle of the field. They followed. I meant hammering the entire time, all stirred up. It was like unbelievable. To see, man, I, I loved it. You know, just sitting there watching turkeys, pretty much. Like you can't beat it. And they went, they went probably like fifteen to twenty yards past this dead tree, and the whole time I was thinking. Dude, if I could have been in that dead tree, I would have killed a bird. Like, 100%, I would have killed a bird. So they, they do their thing, probably an hour, hour and a half, maybe two hours. And then they start working back right into the woods where they came. Boom, they go back in the woods. I'm like, all right, now is my shot. I got to make a move right this second. So run out, grab my decoy real quick. And I basically use that creek bottom and walk, like, around the field on the outside. I mean, my feet got a little wet, you know. And I basically popped up right where that dead tree is pretty much sat in it and i'm sitting there probably 30 45 minutes you know eating myself some oatmeal cream pies i think i had two of them sure enough as soon as i got done with that second one bah, bird hammers like 80 yards in the woods i'm like oh my god he is right here and he might be coming back so i think i yelp like one time and nothing kind of goes silent you know and then i don't know 10 minutes later all of a sudden boop, hen pops out i'm like all right he's gonna be right behind her sure enough he pops out she takes him into the middle of the field pretty much at like 50 yards from me. And the whole time I'm just kind of sitting back, you know, you don't want to call and just when you're in an open field, cause then they'll just like pretty much pin you exactly where you're at. So I waited till he kind of turned a little bit, yelped once or twice. And he looked back, saw my decoy and dude, I met like, he basically just did a whoop, 180 and just do, 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 came right into like 15 yards. And I smacked him. That's and, epic. <laughs> yeah. That was like, that was the first morning in Kansas, dude. So it was like, it was wild, right? Like I was just on cloud nine. Like I'm not, I'm not a turkey hunter. I'm a deer hunter, dude. You know, so for me to kill a turkey on the first morning, I was like, yes, this is just awesome. I just loved it. And then after that, I was like, well, still got a couple days left for May fifth. You know, it's only like April thirtieth this time. So I was like, well, I might as well roll to Oklahoma right now. So rolled out to Oklahoma. And as I was going, I think it was like a seven, eight hour drive down to the spot I wanted to hunt in Oklahoma. I wanted to kill a, a Rio, so. On my tag on the way down, I'm driving, and, dude, I'm not seeing any turkeys whatsoever. It's just nothing, you know, nothing but straight up prairie and, like, sage, you know, like stuff I'm not even used to seeing. And, and I got uh, <laughs> I got pulled over for not wearing my seatbelt. 
cop was sitting on the other side of the road freaking past him spun around he comes up you know and i'm just kind of you know everything's good like talk to him for a little bit he ain't a turkey hunter but i was just like where would you go if uh you were trying to get into birds he's like well the more west you go he's like the less trees you're gonna get so like i would say probably right here's your best bet for turkey and i was like i was in the center of the state where i wanted to go was probably still 150 200 miles away you know so that kind of made me like a little i was just like oh man i don't know what to think it might take me a little a whole week at this point so i go and just you know start spinning around hitting public driving all around trying to find anything i can and actually right at last light i was driving and off to my left like 30 yards into this public piece i see like what stands out to me like it looked like a bird and i was like what the heck i kind of did a double take so i throw in reverse back up a little bit throw my binos sure enough here's a bird just like 30 yards off the road roosted and i was like no way and it's a freaking it looked like a tom you know what i mean that i just saw the red head i didn't see any beard and he was kind of getting nervous so i just kind of got out of there but at least i had like a game plan for the morning right so passed out woke up the next morning slid in there and i mean i set up right i mean i was probably 40 yards from him out of the trail so cool man i got up top there it, it was cool man and then i pitched out i didn't really want to kill a jake to be honest with you so i kind of let him right. I wasn't hearing anything else. I was like, I'm going to keep just hitting the uh, two dudes from Arkansas going back into a public piece. And there, there's trucks sitting there, you know, so I talked to them and they're going in. So I'm like, all right, got all ticked off, you know, left. And then I went down, got gas. And as I was coming back, like gas out there is just like real scarce, right? So you got to drive like 20, 30 miles to even get a gas station. So as I'm driving back, these Arkansas dudes pass me, right? And I'm like, oh my God. I was like, these dudes, like, and like, <laughs> The, where they were going was a spot that I already seen birds on. So I was like, oh, man, if they see those birds in there, they're going to be, like, all over that piece, right? So they freaking get in front of me, and then they turn left down that road. And I'm like, oh, that's right where I was headed. Freaking they pull off, roll down their window. I stop, you know, kind of talk to them. I got one of their numbers, you know, buddies after all. And then, uh, yeah, then they, uh, what happened? We drew a path where those birds were, didn't see them. And then, you know, I kind of was doing my own thing, just hitting the roads. I actually pinned a spot in the morning that I found a hen track at. So I went back there, and it's like this private field, and it's pretty much surrounded by, by public. And I look out in that private field, and here's two ropers, dude, just walking, like, away from where I was, probably, like, 40, 50 yards into that, into that private piece, walking dead away. And I was like, all right, I can get on these birds, but I got to swing them. So I cruised over to the other piece, walked, like, a mile and a half back into the section, you know, right at the edge, yelp a couple times. They don't hammer nothing. So I pull my bino, you know, I creep right to the edge, pull my binos. Here they're at like 400 and some yards and going directly away from me, right, in, in this private field. But they're headed right towards public. And I was like, all right, I, if I swing around on them again, I can kill these birds, hopefully. So, like, run back to my truck, man. I don't think I ever did a mile and a half so fast. Freaking loop, <laughs> like, drive down the other piece of public going the way back of that and like i'm probably 700 800 yards from the private line and i'm at it is just nothing but like i don't even know what you call it man like sage like you know what whatever you call it out there but it was just kind of like that grass like knee-high shrub stuff like waist-high shrub, shrub stuff you know and i'm walking back and all of a sudden i pull my bino and i see like five hens and two long beers out in this private field but they're like right on the border of public right 50, 75 yards off of public. So I was like, all right, I can get on these birds. I just got to like hug the private line and just pretty much call them into public. Hopefully they come, you know? 
So I'm, I'm watching on. I mean, this was like an hour of me trying to make a move on just because it's so open. So I'd wait till they put their heads down and I would just slowly crawl underneath that brush. And I got down to this creek bottom and I was like, all right, I can make a move now. So then I, I made up a little time and pretty much boogied right to the last piece of cover I had, right? Like I was probably 15 yards from that private line. And I throw up my binos and I don't see any long beards anymore. And I see two hens and they're like 25 yards out into this private section. So I'm you know, yelp one time, dude, they pick their heads up and they just like truck it, dude. You know, you know, you know how turkeys just get it. You know, the head's moving and everything. They freaking come right to the fence, dude. The one the one goes under the fence. She's looking, she's looking. I'm like, no way. Dang it. I was like, where are these long beards at, man? And also I look to my right, like up pretty much to the right of them too. You know, up top, probably, I don't know, a hundred yards in the field. Here's two long beards and like three or four heads. And dude, they're freaking just getting it coming on down to these hens, right? So I mean, they're trucking it. They're kind of like fighting as they're coming down. Like it was wild to see. And I'm sitting there like, oh my gosh, it's about to happen right now, right? So I freaking sitting there watching, watching, watching. Here they come. They circle the two long beards, circle the hens. So the long beards are on like the left side of the hens. Hens are in the middle. And then the jakes, the jakes uh, to the right of them. Well, as they circle and go to the left, I didn't even really notice them, but the whole, there's like a whole herd of cattle, right? All of a sudden, they come on down. They come on down and freaking scare, like run at the, these turkeys, right? The longbeards jump the, jump the private fence. I mean, they, you know, hunt, jump it, like fly pretty much, jump over the cross. And then they, dude, they're at like 15 yards and they just putt, putt a couple times and just run right into me at like five yards, dude, I shot them at. Like it was insane, dude. Like, I, I've never been, like, standing up for a turkey and shoot him, but, like, I got it all on video. It's, it's wild, man. Like, it, it's, it should be a good little video. But, yeah, man, that was my first Rio. And then. Are they you know, that, that easy? Because everybody says that the Rios are, like, almost suicidal. And obviously you realize this. Yeah, I didn't really realize how, how much, like, how aggressive those birds are. But, dude, they are so aggressive compared to Easterns. You know, like, Easterns, when I would have yelped that those hands, they would have just, like, kind of worked around and tried to circle me and figure me out. You know what I mean? But those Rios, those two Rio heads just went, boop, like, beelined it right for the fence and was looking, dude. Like, I'll never forget it. Like, I mean, she was grilling where it was coming from, you know? And, yeah, man, like, <laughs> I couldn't believe when those long beers came down, too. I was like, there is no freaking way. All of a sudden, here they come running. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. I, it was wild. Dude. I've never had, like, pals help me out on a hunt, but, dude, they helped me. Like, <laughs> I would not have killed those turkeys without those cows. I mean, maybe I would have caught them across that line, but, like, those cows, dude, did it, you know? <laughs> Making a stampede. They were saying, <laughs> dude, it was wicked. Turkey, like, I got it all beef. on video, dude. Like, what, what'd you say, Steve? I said the cows were saying, eat turkey, not beef. Yeah, right? <laughs> right? But yeah, dude, it was wicked. And did you, I mean, he was a good bird. I think he had like eight and a half inch beard, big spurs on him. Dude, he was beautiful, man. Beautiful bird. That's incredible, but, dude. That that's absolutely yeah. insane. Because a lot of the times when you call them up to a fence like that, a lot of the times they'll sit on the fence line and won't mm. come over. So like they could oh, yeah, potentially. Hey, that's just, what I thought they were going to be. A, I thought they were going. I thought they were just going to hang up right there, and that was going to be the end of it. You well, know what it, I mean? And was, I was it like, barbed wire? Barbed wire fence? Oh yeah, it was barbed wire. Yeah. Yep, barbed wire. Yeah, so, I mean, dude, yeah, sometimes they'll, they'll hold up on nothing. Never mind a fence. Oh, I know. You know, or even a creek. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like a barbed wire fence. But yeah, dude, they. They jumped. I don't know if they would have went under the fence. I mean, the hen did. You know what I mean? But like the two long beards, dude, they just jumped it. Doop, ran right to me, dude. And I was just like, <laughs> 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 that's 
You were probably jacked, especially being the first reel. I was on cloud nine, man. I was on, like, I I ain't a turkey hunter, dude. So to kill two birds back to back days, I was like, dude, I'm on a heater right now. I got to keep it rolling. The Kansas bird was, was, that was an Eastern or was that a reel? Yeah. Okay. No, that was an Eastern. That was an okay. Eastern. Cause, cause doesn't Kansas? Kansas gets Rios too, right? And hybrids, yeah. Yeah, Western Kansas does. Okay. All right. Where I where I was, I was in Eastern. Eastern okay. Area. Yep. Yep. But yeah, then after after I killed that Oklahoma bird, those uh, Arkansas boys hit me up, texted them a picture. They're like, "Yo, come back and celebrate with us." So I went back, you know, hung out with them <laughs> till probably eleven thirty, and they were like, "Yo, you want to film us the next like the next morning, or what are you doing?" And I was like. Yeah, sure. And I started thinking about it. I was like, you know what, man? I'm on like a two day heater. I might as well keep this thing going. So I was like, <laughs> just ride Let's the just hunt. Pull up. I went up. Yeah, yeah dude, so I went up. <laughs> went up, got service, and I started pulling up maps, you know. And like, dude, Colorado confuses the crap out of me. And I was like, what's another close like state? And I was like, Texas is right there. But I know Texas public land is like real tough. And I, I don't know anyone, you know what I mean? So like, I know it's going to give me permission on. Texas private, but some northern like, hippie it, coming dude, down, long- dude. Yeah, yeah you go with, with long hair, they'd be like, All right, get the hell off my property. Yeah, <laughs> you're a Yankee, dude. Yeah. Get out of here. You ain't getting oh, no Texas no, permission. No way. Oh, no way, dude. <laughs> Not a chance. So then I was like, Screw it, man. New Mexico has a lot of public and it's pretty cheap. So got a tag and freaking shipped out to New Mexico at like 11 30 at night. Got out to New Mexico at like 4.30 in the morning, we lost an hour or gained an hour, I don't, I don't, however you say it, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. pretty much it was like two hours behind Eastern time. And I was like, alright, I'm gonna hunt the next morning. I mean, I was I like, I thought I was in a good spot, you know? Freaking set my alarm. Dude, I never heard my alarm. I slept till like 8 and I was like, dang it, this sucks. So then I woke up uh, pretty much SOL, you know, I didn't hear anything, obviously. I was sleeping. Right. So I was like, well, I'm just gonna pound pavement and just freaking try to locate some birds, so Dude, I spent like pretty much the entire morning and you know afternoon just driving around. And dude, New Mexico is so cool, dude. Like, there's a lot of public, and there's a lot of public that's like just nothing. But there's a lot of public that's like awesome, you know. I mean, I was seeing elk, antelope, muleys, found a couple bear tracks, saw some white tails. Like, dude, it was. I, I was seeing like everything. Like the amount of elk I was seeing was unreal, dude. Unreal. So then I freaking roosted. I found a. There's basically like this big river bottom right and all the birds that i found were in this river bottom i meant like i found 20 30 different birds right all in this river bottom so i was like this is where i gotta be there's a couple pieces of public around it and i was like i, I can do something in here you know so that evening i roosted two long beards i believe two jakes and like 13 hens and dude it was insane like they were flying up there's elk down in the field there's white tails down the field i was like dude i've never like roosted birds with watching elk too you know what i mean like it was insane dude so they went up to bed next morning, got up, and I got up a little bit later than where I should have. And freaking, as I'm walking in, dude, I hear them, bah, bah, and I'm like, oh my God, dude, it's like 4.45 in the morning. Like, how are these birds up right now? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's pitch black. Like, it don't get light till like 5.30 out there. So I was like, dang. So I do, I ran down to where I wanted to be, and all of a sudden, like as I was getting closer, I hear him, you know, yelping, everything. I'm like, dude, that sounds like they're on the ground. Sure enough, I get to the spot, look up, dude, they're like 150 yards away, pitching down in this field. I'm like, no freaking way, dude. Like any Eastern, what if I would have done that, dude, they would have been out of there in a heartbeat, dude. These Merriams just kind of worked around me. I mean, like he wasn't gobbling to any of my calls or nothing. I mean, why would you when you got 13 hens, you know? But they like pretty much did a big circle around me, 
and then came down into the field like 150 yards away from where I was. And dude, they just <laughs> hung out there till like 8:30 in the morning. You know, they went. It was kind of cool. They all like kind of branched off differently. Went down, got a drink of water in the creek, came back. You know, there's one strutter. I didn't see that other Tom. I don't know what happened to him, but uh, then. About 8, 30, 9 o'clock, all same seemed like split. Like some of the hens go one way, go back down towards the creek. Some go, some go, you know, back. And then I see him go to the right with a hen and he's going down into like the lower portion of the field. And I was like, dude, I can make a move and kill this bird if I want to. So I was like, all right, I want to kill a bird, dude. <laughs> so freaking run down this creek bottom. And I'm that dude, it's, I, I got to make, I got to, you know, cut some ground. Miriam moved, dude. Like that's one thing I wasn't, wasn't sure about. And I learned, dude, they are not afraid move to move some ground you know what i mean like they are leggy birds so i'm freaking going down in this creek bottom dude i mean it's rocky it looks like snake country you know i got no freaking snake boots <laughs> on whatsoever like you i was know. gonna ask you about that like oh. traveling around and being in all these areas now being out wet like you have no idea dude being an eastern boy oh me dude no first aid don't even have third I don't know. I just got a pair of new, like a new pair of hiking the ankle. Oh, dude, this open territory, but Zickers, <laughs> dude, ready to rip, dude. <laughs> dude, it was awesome. But yeah, then then I worked down this creek bottom. I heard him gobble on the field. And dude, another thing, Rio's and Merriam's gobbles totally different than Easterners. Like you want to talk about total west sounding? Like it's just long and drawn out. Like the Merriam's are really hard to hear from far away. The Rio's are a little bit stronger, but it's still like. It sounds like such a like messed up gobble, dude. It's so weird. It's so weird sounding, but it's so cool. So I heard him gobble, and I mean, it sounds like he's seventy five yards out in the field. Yelp one time, dude. He hammers again. I'm in this kind of like little opening, and it feels right to my left, right. And he doesn't gobble or nothing. So I'm like, all right, I gotta keep moving, man. Like he ain't gonna. He, why, why would he come in? He has a hen. So I like move another five yards, pull my glass. I see him out in the field, dude. He's he keeps cutting down, right. So I'm like, all right, dude. If I make a move right now and like truck and like break some ground i might be able to kill him so i freaking hustle down to this creek dude get as low as i can you know new mexico the banks aren't super that high so it's only like five foot seven foot like creek banks you know so i'm like kind of tucked in felt like world war ii or world war one soldier you know what i mean like trench warfare stuff freaking going and all of a sudden i just pop out where i thought he was dude he was like 30 yards into that field and there was a hen at like 15 and i meant to pop up he's full strut and he kind of like looks at me and like dude if it's an eastern He's he's taking off right now, but this Miriam just stood there. I was like, yes, sir. <laughs> Killed him. <laughs> and then, dude, that's freaking awesome, dude. Like, I, that was probably, I don't know, 9 o'clock, 9.30. In New Mexico, you can actually kill two birds in one day, right? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I, I, didn't even, I didn't even, like, think about it. Man, I probably had, like, an hour walk. Call my buddies, you know, trying to. And I'm right at the tail. Dude, I see a long beard, like, 30, 40 yards. Like, I'm so, dude. Are you kidding me right now? And I'm like, they're out of there. They know something's up. Dude, this dude was just like, do, 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 chilling, you know? And I, I stopped on him. I was like, no freaking way. Is he for real right now? And I was like, Alex, should I kill my second bird? And Alex was like, do it, man. Are you legal? And I was like, dude, I'm 100% I'm legal, man. I can, you know? And he's like, do it then, man. So I freaking stop. Dude, I, run, I grab my gun. I don't even grab the camera or nothing. I wait till he's like behind a tree. Dude, I run like 50, 60 yards off the road, get behind a tree. I'm waiting there, waiting there. And like, nothing's happening I don't, I don't call or nothing but i'm just like i know he's still there i don't think i spooked him you know and sure enough like five ten minutes boop, there he pops his head out i'm like oh my gosh pop shot him too <laughs> and yeah so you got an eastern a rio and two merriams all in less than what four days 
Yeah, all yeah, all less than like four, well, right around four days. Yeah, that's nuts, bro. Dude, it was insane, dude. I've never shot my shotgun like that many times, dude. You know what I mean? Like it was, it was insane. Like I mean, obviously I have like you know just that target right. and stuff, but not like turkeys all in one trip. Like I would have been tickled if I would have just got one Easter in Kansas the first day, dude. You know, I would have been tickled. It would have been a successful trip, you know. But dude, it was just it was crazy, man. I could not, I could not believe I did so well. Like I don't know. Three states, wicked. three states, four birds, three subspecies. Like, yeah, dude, like that's pretty much the, nuts. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, pretty much the poor man, the poor man slam, I heard. You know what I mean? The poor <laughs> man <laughs> slam, dude. I love it. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because the Osceola, dude, I mean, that's going to cost you somewhere around two grand. And you oh, have, I know, dude. If not more. Not if you go public, though. Yeah. I look, yeah. dude, trust me, as soon as, I, as soon as this trip was over, Oh, dude, you know, you know, I was surfing the web for Florida, dude. If I if I could, oh, I would go down right now and get me an Osceola. But dude, I think they're all closed up. Did, all but. right, Osceola. Okay, you think that you were worried about snakes and stuff out west? Like you got to worry about black panthers, piranhas, <laughs> fucking. I mean, dude. chupacabras, <laughs> chupacabras, dude. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, uh, what else? What's those big pythons, dude? Yeah, pythons. Yeah, yep. I mean alligators i mean dude you're talking some crazy stuff and i heard honestly that the public down there is like straight the yeah. amazon like yeah. it's some of like the hardest hunting public land yeah. that you've ever Your thought about hunting feet are gonna get wet like yeah. there's dry yeah, that's there's, what I heard. there's like yeah. dry islands out there but getting to them it's, it's almost like sick of hunting from what i heard yeah, yeah. just different vegetation and sean was telling yeah. me well, that it's like, be good that. Yeah. it's like scary it's like scary yeah i believe it dude like i would not Florida's not a place where I would really want to go, but now I feel like I have to go. You right. know what I mean? You gotta, you but, at least gotta co- complete your slam. Oh yeah, dude, it, dude, it would be like, honest to God, like at the start of this year, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna save money. I ain't doing any turkey trips whatsoever. And then this, and then this thing came up. We're like, all right, going out to visit Luke in Oklahoma for his graduation. And I was like, all right, man, I can swing it. You know what I mean? I might as well hunt one state. And then it was just like, all right, kept the ball rolling, dude. Kept the ball rolling. Now, dude, I love turkey hunting, man. <laughs> I am Lane. full bore about turkey hunting now, dude. Like I, I was, I'm debating doing the 49 and just trying to kill a bird in every state. Like, <laughs> Bro, I'm in the same boat as you. I'm a deer hunter. Turkey's just something to do. Never yeah. took vacation time for turkey. Nothing. Yep. Now I'm taking vacation time. I'm going over to other states to hunt extra days. Like what happened to me, dude? It's it's a dick thing, dude. Like today, I, today I got on a bird in PA. And there was another dude come in, and I met dude before. I'd be like, "Oh yeah, dude, you go after the bird." Now I was like, "Yo, did you see my truck, dude? I was parked here." You know what I mean? <laughs> I was like, "You ain't coming in on me, dude." I was like, "I'm getting this bird," you know? <laughs> like, dude, it was like I, I was treating it like a you know a big buck. Yeah, right, like, right. Back <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah, I bet pretty much. Like, dude, I heard him owl hoot, and I was like, "This motherfucker, dude." I was like, "I know exactly. This ain't no owl, dude." I, I so like- I started walking out, and all of a sudden he's walking in. He don't even say anything to me. Like, I'm like, I pass him. I was like five feet. I was like, "Yo, did you not see my truck back there, bud?" And he's like, "Oh no, I did. I just thought you were wind way deep." I was like, "No, nah, man, I heard that." I was like, "I'm guessing you heard that bird too." He's like, yeah. And he's like, I'm probably just going to go in right now for it. And I was like, no, nah, man. I was like, I'm going in for it right now. I'm making a move on it. And he's like, oh, okay, okay. I was like, yeah, dude. I was like, I mean, you keep hunting him, dude, but you ain't going to kill him down here. You know what I mean? But he was like, oh, I got to work. I got to work. He's like, I was like, all right, cool. I mean, I was being aggressive, dude. Normally, I'm not. Normally, I'm like super passive. Dude. I'm like, yeah, dude, go in and kill him, man. You know, but. 
Lane's out there pouring sugar packets in people's gas tanks like, bro, get off my public, son. Get off my public. I'm on a high right now, dude. You're going to (laughs) die. No, I want want it to be that. I would never mess with someone's vehicle, but like. I wouldn't blame you. No. (laughs) Like, you're on that, you're on that high, man. Like, that's, that's just incredible, bro. Like, I mean, to, to, to not only knock down one bird in an out-of-state trip, but to make it in four days to go different states, like, they, isn't there? Yeah. Wasn't there a record for that? Wasn't the, we were talking about that with Josh Stubbs yeah, about this, how there's, there's a world, like a, there's a record for killing the uh, slam, slam in like it was like two I don't days. Even, or something. I, I don't know. It wasn't that quick, but it was definitely it was it's timed. So like you, they yeah. killed the slam at a certain time, you know, fast. You know, but yeah. dude, to even do that in four, like three species in four days, like that's yeah. that's obscene, dude. Like that's incredible, like absolutely yeah. incredible. Well, if you think about it, if you time it right and you hit your Osceola first, you have to. Yeah, and you and every and your yep. other states are open by then. You could kill an Osceola, get on a plane, fly to Kansas, and do exactly what you yep. did, and you could literally get your slam in a, in a matter of seventy-two hours. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. I mean, that, the cards would have to align. You'd have to yeah. probably be on some nice private, you know what I mean? But, like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Like, for public to do it, that'd be a stretch. But, dude, it'd be still doable. I mean, heck, look at me. Kansas, Oklahoma, New Mexico. Like, what? Like, I I don't know. It wasn't 48 hours, but it was, like, 72 hours, something like that, or maybe a little bit more than 72. I, I don't freaking know. So, I'm not good at math. So, now that you've hunted – Easterns, Merriams, and Rios. What do you think is the easiest, and what do you think is the hardest? Hmm. I thought Merriams were going to be a little bit more challenging. I mean, I didn't really get to see him work with a call or anything like that. It was pretty much just spot and stalking. But like, dude, if you're like, if you're coming from the east, we're dealing with all the pressure, and you go out there, dude. It's a walk in the park, man. It's right. a walk in the park. You know what I mean? Like, you're not hunting pressure anymore. You're hunting birds. So like. I would probably say for me the easiest ones were probably Merriams, then that then that Eastern, and then that Rio, just because of how much work I had to do for that Rio. But uh, yeah, that's probably what I would say. But overall, I mean, I've heard that like Rios are the easiest. You know what I mean? Just because how call aggressive they are. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that that'd be that's what I would say. That's awesome, dude. That's just I I'm I'm blown away honestly <sighs> with that many birds in such a short period of time. Like that's just. That's acidine, bro. That's absolutely a non turkey hunter too. I, I, dude, I'm like, I'm still on cloud nine. Like, I'm like, dude, it's nuts. But hey, man, I mean, like, I got, I got my butt kicked today by that eastern. You know what I mean? So like, I ain't, I ain't no special turkey hunter, dude. You know, like, I still haven't. <laughs> yeah, you know, I've just got freaking a blind squirrel finds a nut every now and then. You know? Like, yeah, but in all honesty, I mean, dude, there's guys that get their asses handed to them on easterns all the time, and that are our turkey yeah. hunters. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, you're a turkey yeah, yeah, hunter, yeah. dude. You just just killed the poor man slam what do you mean bro you're a turkey hunter like i don't understand like <laughs> yeah. i don't know where you're getting that from to be honest yeah i get dude i, I like i feel like it's just the killer's mentality yes. dude, just like knowing that like i could have i could have sat back and just waited and just called him like well i hope you know what i mean but the entire time and on every single one of them birds are just like no if i want to kill him dude i got to get in their bubble and i got to make a move mm-hmm. you know what i mean like i think killing birds like you gotta you gotta get yourself in the position to kill a bird don't just like wait on them it's you know kind of my new philosophy now i think sometimes but, like di- diehard turkey hunters get fall into a trap of how you're supposed to kill turkeys and yeah i just don't give a shit i just 
something clicks in my head and I just figure out a way to do it. Like on that sec- second, uh, Miriam, you were on the backside yeah. of the tree. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I do that all the time. You never see anyone yep. do that. Everyone's sitting with no. the back to a tree, dude, all the time. I'll, if, if I'm running yep. and gunning, I'll set up right yep. on the backside of the tree, right on my knees and have the tree yep. in front of me. That's not yep. the way you're supposed to kill turkeys, but it fucking works. Yep. You know? Oh yeah. Yep. Yep. Or even like popping up over a Creek bank and just, ah, you know what I mean? Like, shoot. I'm like, I feel like an actual turkey hunter, they want to do that. They would have just like set up and be like, all right, I'm calling this bird. If I don't call him, I ain't killing him. You right. know what I mean? But like, I don't know, man. At some point, you just gotta gotta kill. Killer's gonna know. kill. I mean, that's the killer's gonna kill mentality, dude. That's what it yes, is. Sir. I mean, it's it doesn't. No matter what it takes, as long as it's dead, it's dead. Yeah. You know, like who cares how you? I did say it. it all the time, Lane. I ain't a turkey hunter. 100%. So let me ask you this: with all your travel, like, I mean, uh, you know, train wise, vegetation wise, scouting, and you're going into these states, pretty much you go like where you can expect to find birds, or are you looking for when you pop into a new state you've never been to? trees man trees that's like the number one thing and water you know you got to think about it oklahoma dry new mexico dry what's going to be like you know how i said before like i was finding all these birds in a river bottom dude the river bottom had big old cottonwood trees you know like big old trees these birds could roost in dude that's where they roosted at you know like like that every other every other spot that i found in new mexico not every other but like a bunch of the public just has nothing you know what I mean? It's so like, why would a bird be in there? I'm not going to like, that's what I pretty much did that first day is I spent around, I spun around and I was like, all right, there might be birds in here. I, I might as well check. You know what I mean? I, I would check. I wouldn't even get out of my car. I'd be like, dude, there's no birds here. Like I'm not spending my time getting out, walking the whole way into this piece, calling, calling, calling. That's going to take up four or five hours, dude. I'd rather just spin around, be effective and just like, or efficient and just find birds and try to capitalize on them birds that I'm seeing. You know what I mean? Yeah. The ones that are visible, the visible birds. Yep. Oh. Yeah, the visible birds and the ones that are, like, you know, doing what they're supposed to be doing pretty much. Not doing what they're supposed to be doing, but that I can find. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. That's, like, you ever hear of the Bayside Legion? Those dudes, like, Derek Anderson and, like, Bond Stanley. Dude, those dudes are turkey killers, man. Bond's already completed his 49. I think Derek's at, like, 46 right now. I think he killed in Ohio yesterday. But, like, I asked Derek. I was like, dude, when I was scouting Oklahoma, I was like, how do you do in Oklahoma? He's like. Dude, just like he told me kind of a general, not general like location, but like he was like, you know, kind of the western part if you want to target a Rio. And I was like, all right, sweet. Sounds good. And he's like, and I was like, what would you do? And he's like, just, dude, be efficient. You know what I mean? Like spin around, find birds and hunt them. You know, don't spend time where there's no birds. And I was like, huh, that's kind of interesting. You know, so that was kind of my philosophy going into it. I meant New Mexico was hard because I didn't have any of the maps downloaded or nothing. So I basically, you know, got as much service as I could loaded the map and was like, all right, everything's dry out here. And there's like a couple spots where it looks mountainous and like green on the map. Right. I was like, there's green sections where I need to be targeting. Mm. So I basically went to the closest green section that I, that I could find and started there, dude. And that's where I found birds. You know, it took me, it took me a little bit of driving. Like I definitely put way more miles on my truck than what I was anticipating. I was only anticipating like, I don't know, 2000, maybe 3000 miles. Dude, I think I'm up over like 5,500. <laughs> That's wild. You know, I think I put that on my yeah. truck staying home. <laughs> yeah. Did did you yeah. learn did you learn anything out west that you can apply it back home in Pennsylvania for Easterns? Well, uh, for Easterns, uh 
I was going to say like binos, you know, like always carrying binos because that, that really helped me with that Marion and even the Rio, you know what I mean? Like without binos, dude, I'd have been a lost little puppy out there. But like, you know, today when I was in the woods, dude, it's so leaped up, dude. Binos ain't going to do you any good. Like, yeah, I got them in my truck. You know, if I see a long beard in the field, I can, I can glass them. But like, I don't know, just, you know, being aggressive pretty much is what I would take away from the biggest thing. You know what I mean? Like we talked about earlier, just putting yourself in positions to kill, not just relying on, all right, I'm going to sit here and call, you know? Mm-hmm. So move in on them. Don't, uh, don't wait for them. Yeah. Be, dude, be aggressive, dude. You bump them. So what? You know what I mean? Like, it's just a turkey, dude. You can always find another one pretty much. Well, not even you know? that, but like, it's like a buck in the rut. What are you going to do in the buck in the rut, dude? You get in that bedding ground and you, you hunt them hard. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it's virtually yep. the same thing with turkeys. They're in the rut, man. You could, even if you bump that turkey, you can go up three, 400 yards, circle around them and potentially call them back into you. So what are you really going to lose oh, yeah, at 100%. that point? You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like, yep. kind of like what you did on the Rio. You know what I'm saying? Just get around yep. them and, and kill them. You know, if they're not going to yep. do what they want to do, then make them do what you want them to do, I guess, you know? Yep. That's just yep, nuts. 100%. Yeah. Do you have anything else planned for the rest of your turkey season? Uh, not really. <laughs> to be honest with you, like, not really. He's like, I uh, completed the world. What else do you want from me, bro? Like, <laughs> <laughs> now I was, go- I was going into this, like, turkey season, like, off of deer season, you know? Mm-hmm. And now it's, like, mounted. So I guess saving money is kind of out of question. <laughs> Based to, like, kind of hunt, you know? Not, not even. Try to get down to Maryland and knock out. Another one in Maryland, and then that would be like I think state seven or eight for me. You know what I mean? So I got like a pretty good start. And you know that Mar- Maryland is not an easy state to kill a turkey. Oh, trust me, bud. I know. <laughs> That's why I you shot a Jake there. <laughs> yeah, hey, Jake still count as birds, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean, if you're going, I mean, if you're going to do it, you might as well long beard them. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, what oh, are you yeah. going to do? You know? So you got yeah. the Merriam mounted. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful one bird, right? Oh, dude, gorgeous bird, dude. And the one, the second one I killed was a big one. Like, I mean, he had good hooks on him. So, like, that's the one I got mounted. <laughs> Is if if with with the Rios, Merriams, um, do do they have big spurs? Being in that rocky country, or the Merriams aren't supposed to. But the one I killed was, you know, the one the, the second one I killed had pretty big spurs. The first one I killed was like little nubbies, like how I was anticipating the Merriam to be. But the the Rio had pretty good spurs, and that Eastern had you know obviously had good spurs. Right. But yeah, supposedly like the beards on the Merriams are like less big and less bulky. They're kind of like more stringy, not as long. And then the hooks like they're pretty much just nubs. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then also found out that like a Merriam ain't really classified. You know, you always think a Merriam is like all right, it has to have white tips, right? Well, dude, it, it's really just locational for, for, you know, the area. Like, the one I got mounted, he's, like, mainly white, but he also has a little bit of brown in him. And uh, you know who Tanner Burns is? He's the taxidermist at Fool's Roll Outs, or Fool's Roll Taxidermy. He actually completed his 49. He was, like, the youngest dude to do it. So, like, he knows his turkeys, dude. And I, you know, I took it down there, talked to him, and, you know, I asked him. I was like, is this, like, 100% of Merriam? He's like, oh, yeah, dude, it's 100% of Merriam. I was like, hmm, sweet, man. Like, you know, I always when I when I envision Merriam's, I always think, like, white tips of South mm. Dakota, but it's, it's not always like that. So I learned that. That was pretty cool. That's awesome. And Rio, but the Rios, they have white tips too or no? No, they're brown. They're more brown. More brown. They got, like, a, yeah, they're pretty much, like, light brown or, like, 
like sand color, I'd say. It's Merriam's are like snow white, right? Like the big yeah. creamy. Yep. Cream. Yep. The white cream. Yep. Oh yeah, dude. That's They're gorgeous awesome. birds, dude. Ugh. It makes me want to go. Where, where, when are we going, Steve? You want to leave tonight? No. <laughs> oh, fucking They're pretty cheap, man. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's you, pretty cheap. It's not bad. And you got multiple states you can hit them. You know, you can hit them. New Mexico, I believe that little panhandle out of western Oklahoma has them. Colorado, Wyoming, South Dakota, Nebraska. You know, so you can hit any of those states, really get her done from Miriam's. We'll get a case of cream pies, dude, and just head west, dude. That's what I'm at, man. Let's I think that, 24 that's rack, be... dude. You're killing yeah. at least 24 birds, man. At <laughs> least <laughs> 24 birds. Well, Lane, dude, why don't uh I think it's absolutely incredible what you did, dude. Congratulations on that, man. It's absolutely Thanks, phenomenal, bro. Um one thing <laughs> I want to do ask you is what drives you outdoors? Oh, just the adventure, man. Getting out and just doing it, you know. Rather live when I'm young than have before regrets when I'm older. Thinking back, like, dang, I'm rich now, but dude, my whole body, I can't do anything. I'd rather be poor when I'm older, you know, and live it up when I'm young. So, <laughs> well, speaking of age, Lane, I know you're younger than me, but I want to be you when I grow up because <laughs> you are living the dream, my friend. <laughs> I'm trying to, buddy. She ain't always pretty, but hell, I'm, I'm getting her though. Yeah, we love watching you and following you, man. It's awesome what you're doing. Thanks, bud. Yeah, these uh, I actually just posted that Kansas video tonight. So if you guys get bored, check it out. I'm sure. I'm sure I'll be waiting in the outdoor drive group for like at least a couple days till Trevor well, approves it. Trevor will probably but. deny it, but you know me, I'll always <laughs> approve you. Probably, probably. <laughs> are they? Uh, are the videos going to follow as far as? So you're going to release the Rio first, and then follow from there, or? No, I released the Kansas one first, and the Rio, then the Merriam. But I thought I was going to get it done like a lot sooner, but. I'm just kind of now starting the real one. You know what I mean? It, dude, it takes time. Like, I thought for yeah. sure the Kansas I was only going to spend like two, three hours on. Dude, it ended up taking like 13, 14 hours to edit this video, you know? Like, yeah. But your videos but, are absolute fire, man. They should be. The the Merriam and the and the real one probably won't be the absolute best just because, dude, when you're in that spot in stalk mode and trying to kill, mm. like, dude, I just grab my GoPro and phone. You know what I mean? I didn't even, I wasn't lugging the main camera back in there and doing all that, you know? So. But the the Kansas one, like the main camera, and I mean, it's stellar footage, stellar footage. That's awesome, man. dude. Self filming turkeys hard, dude. It it's, it's hard. Way it harder than it. way Very harder quick. than deer. Oh, way harder than yeah. deer, dude. Way harder than deer. Especially running and gunning in the timber. You know, it's one thing setting up on a field edge with a you know with or without a ground blind and decoys out. But if you're running and gunning in the timber, dude, it's about as hard oh, yeah. as it comes. Oh yeah, it's it's a yeah, dude. It's like it, you're at a total disadvantage, total disadvantage. Well, Lane, why but, don't you tell everybody where they can find all this good stuff, dude? If they want to look for it, and of course, I'll post a link down below. I'll do that for you for all the denials on the outdoor drive group. So, <laughs> hey, put me in that killer's corner too, bud. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, if you go on Instagram, in their presence, hunt is our account, or you know, my personal one's Lane Hausner. I post on there a bunch too, and then our YouTube channel. If you type in "in the presence hunting," it'll pop right right up, and you can watch all these hunts that we're talking about. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. Hey, killer's gonna kill, and I know that we're definitely gonna have you on, bro, again because we always do. We love having you on, man. Just surfing through the waves of the hunting season, Uh, (laughs) Lane. We appreciate everything you do, bro. Love the adventures. Love what you got going on, man. And for everyone else, thanks for taking the ride right here on the Outdoor Drive.